0: Mike Francesa on the fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN. From the studios of WFAN, this is Mike's on, Francesa on the fan on this Tuesday, the 26th day of June, as the final days of the month dwindle away and July is right around the corner. Yankees back to winning ways last night after that rough weekend in, in Tampa, and you see Tampa continuing to win right now. They uh, amazing they do it with Well, uh, amazing what that team has done to be one game under 500 is remarkable uh, with that talent with that roster. But uh, the Yankees, one of many home runs last night, as hit as I thought they'd be, the only two hit in the game. Uh, but the Yankees got a good game from the he wise- okay, pitched well, uh, bullpen chipped in, and the Yankees get a you know kind of ho-hum, kind of tidy uh, 4-2 win over the Phillies. Tonight, Severino tunes up for the Red Sox with a performance against Arietta, who has, uh, you know, been okay. Nothing great, but it has been okay uh, for the Phillies. So that's where the Obamas are. And, of course, another day, another loss uh, for the Mets, who last night, other than getting a, uh, you know, a momentary blast to get them back in the game, uh, you know, by Flores. Other than that, you didn't have much excitement last night. That's for sure. As uh, the Mets get down early, Pirates put up a little picket fence, knock some, get get some runs, get it to three, then get it to five, and then it gets a little closer. But then the Mets fall short again as they continue to just melt away into this uh, season, as the uh, as they just kind of fade away into the abyss. As they find themselves now losers of seven straight, uh, 14 games under 500, those early days of the season, a distant and faint memory as everyone decides, you know, which guys on the team they want to trade away in this game. Here's the thing I would say there comes a point in the season. We talked about it yesterday, it's one day later and one day more crucial that it happened, there comes a point where you have to do something. You have to shake things up. You have to somehow change the dynamics if you are going to in, in some way keep the faithful, whoever the faithful may be, at all interested. You have yet to reach the 4th of July Labor Day is not in a couple of days. The Fourth of July is in a couple of days. There is a lot of season left to play. You're not playing out the string here. There's not 20 games left. Hard to see Callaway uttering the same thing day after day that he does now. After you know, countless losses, seeing him doing it again, he almost just plug it in now. It's almost the same spiel every night. Uh, we just didn't put it together. The preparation's good. You know, it's just, just, you know, we're in every game. I mean, you've heard the same thing. It's like the old Cotet days. We're battling, we're battling, we're scraping, we're battling. And they were losing game after game after game as the Mets lose game after game. And they've become just utterly boring in their ineptitude. Utterly pitiful in their ineptitude. So they're not going to go out and bring a piazza here. I don't, I don't see a piazza on the horizon. I don't see that opportunity ready to you know avail itself. So the thing I would do is the only thing that makes any sense is to look west and just try to see if you can liven this up Cabrera's been the one Met who has played like a professional baseball player all season. I mean, I'm not, of course I'm not counting DeGrom. I'm not even counting every one of their pitchers because there's a couple of pitchers who have been professional. I think Lugo, although he's tailed off here, has been professional. Uh, obviously, DeGrom has been wonderful. But of the everyday players, Cabrera is the one who has been a solid pro every day and who probably could help a team in a pennant race in a variety of ways, as a guy who could be a jack-of-all-trades, a good influence on a club. So, I mean, I think there would be a little bit of a market for him in a couple different places to finish out uh, this season. And he has, as we said, done a a very good job. I mean, you know, on this dreadful team, his numbers are actually, you know, they're pretty good. And he's uh, he's done a very good job. I would think there would be. And then what I would do is quickly, I would go get Alonzo and McNeil, Second baseman, McNeil. First baseman, Alonzo. Right now, Alonzo, who hit three home runs, and knocked in seven runs the other night uh, out west in AAA, uh, has 35, 36 at-bats, 35 at-bats now. Nine for 34, okay? Hitting 265 with three homers and 11 RBIs in AAA. McNeil is hitting 371 in 35 at-bats, he plays second, Alonzo plays first. I would bring them both to the team, plug them in, let them play every day, and let them try to let the, see if there's a future there, if these guys uh, who uh, played well on the double-A level have gone to triple-A, and obviously it's a hitter's league, gone there and are doing a good job. Alonzo had a three-home run game the other night. McNeil's hitting 371, and he showed speed. Second baseman, first baseman, moved Cabrera, uh, which I think you can do, send them to some place where the games count a little more than they 're going to count here, and breathe a little life into your fan base by going out and putting some kids in there 's not a major league who 's going to revitalize this team they 're not going to go out and uh, they 're not going to go get machado and i don 't even know if he wants to come here uh, they 're not going to do that there isn 't a piazza waiting to turn around this team um, obviously. Things would get better if Cespedes was ready to play, but there's been no indication in any kind that he's ready to play. Not any indication in any way that he's he's even close. There hasn't been any indication of anything, as a matter of fact. What there has been is just this countless, just endless supply of outs, of bad at-bats, of just tedious quotes of poor performances of injuries of ineptitude that is just one piled on top of the other piled on top of the other and they just go on day after day you got to break the cycle you got to do it you got to give your team something to believe in you got to give your fan base something to believe in the best way to do that is go get a couple of kids who have shown they can play on the levels they've played on, let's see if they can play on this level. Let's see if they can breathe a little life into the franchise. It's time to go get Alonzo and McNeil and plop them on the right side of the line, of the, of the field, and let them play. Put Alonzo at first, put McNeil at second, let him play, and let's see what happens. You're putting a guy out. You're going to tell me right now that you would rather put Ploiecki at first base than put Alonzo at first base. Now, come on. doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. You can't tell me you want to put Dominic Smith there. You can't tell me you want to put Ploiecki there. Put Alonzo Lee. Let's see what he has. Maybe he's going to be a butcher. Maybe he's going to be awful. Who knows? Give him a chance. i tune in to watch. I'm not going to watch Ploiecki. I can't stand watching that. I can't watch Smith. Give me, let me watch Alonzo. Let me see what he does. I'll be interested. For a couple of days, at least I'll be interested. And in who knows? Maybe he'll light the place up. Maybe he'll come here and he'll just, you know, catch fire. Maybe McNeil will come here and catch fire. Give him a chance. Breathe a little life into the franchise because right now, it isn't dead. It's deader than dead. Rigor mortis is set in. It is ugly. It's worse than that. It's downright unwatchable. Back after this.